and welcome to the Homebrew Magic Podcast. My name is Nelson, and with me, broadcasting live from the Game Dealer in Two Rivers, Wisconsin, are Teej. Hey! And Chanel. Yep. Hey, we're all here. Uh, I know we had talked on a previous episode about getting into um, formats, what we like, what we don't like, um, things like that, Uh, but that was before Ultimate Masters was announced. Breaking Um, news. Ding, 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 ding. Yours was way better. (laughs) Uh, Check the ticker. So we decided that uh, in lieu of discussing formats and things like that, we were going to discuss, maybe complain, maybe complain a lot, maybe complain a little. Oh no, I'm excited for this. About Ultimate Masters. Yeah. Yeah. What's good? What's bad? Uh, Are you excited? Are you not? That's basically going to be the gist of this discussion. So, uh, Schnell, you are the one that owns the game store. You have to you have to purchase the product before anybody else uh, and hope that people are going to buy it from you. So uh, let's get your perspective first. What do you think about Ultimate Masters? I have a question. T. Yeah. raises hand. What is Ultimate Masters? What is it? <laughs> we don't answer. Well, I was waiting for one of you guys well, to maybe say it. No. Uh, yeah. yeah, Ultimate Masters is the last master set quote for a while. For a while. <laughs> um, for a couple, two, three minutes. <laughs> so Masters was started because they wanted to reprint cards that are um, used often in modern and kind of lower the price point of some cards that were priced out of reach for many players. Uh, modern, you know, seeing a, a resurgency uh, boost in popularity, more people wanting access to it, newer players, um, you know, whatever. So the Masters sets were started as wizards answer to that and that was how they were going to you know make the game a little more accessible for that format specifically uh we've had geez how many different versions now modern masters yeah modern masters 2 yeah eternal masters masters 25 yeah iconic iconic masters wasn't one of those online exclusive though I think Eternal Masters. Vintage was Masters was it? Oh, yeah, Vintage, yeah. yeah. Eternal. Vintage Eternal was uh, physical yeah. print. Eternal was uh, was legacy reprints. Okay, I'm gonna look at your handy chart here of expansion symbols. <laughs> Do you have Masters on there? Uh, well, okay, we've got Iconic Reprint Masters says, and okay. Masters 25 yeah. down there. Okay. I don't have all the Masters. Quarter. Modern, modern, eternal, modern. So one, eternal. two, okay. three, four. Five, six. Yeah. So there have been six sets printed already. Yep. Uh, and the new one is coming December 7th? December 7th. Right. The day that will live in infamy. <laughs> well, <laughs> they picked the right day. Uh, <laughs> because people are very divided on this. Um, so Masters sets were released with... Well, the first Masters set was only like, what, 160? 150? Yeah. It was, For a, MSRP. It was a relatively small it was, set. It was a small set, limited printing... Um, booster packs were like eight bucks. Uh, MSRP's always been about ten for. I thought the original one it was lower, and then they jacked it up like sixty bucks for the box, and then that's when everything kind of plateaued at ten. But maybe I'm wrong. Uh, you would know better anyway than I would, being a store uh, store owner. Um, Sometimes. But you know, since then they've had. I don't, what is the MSRP on a Masters box? Uh, two forty. Two forty nine ninety nine. Okay. Nobody ever pays MSRP for boxes. Well, and that's the thing too is you know people people are paying now. You can find iconic and Masters twenty five, which uh, both of those sets have been lamented pretty hard by players. You can find those for one hundred and forty, one hundred and fifty bucks. 
uh, kind of depending on the store. Yeah, they've gotten to the point now where people are selling them for about cost or even under cost because they just, uh, like a lot of distributors just got a like second or third print wave of Iconic and Masters 25. It's still readily available. Yeah. Yep. It just re-released or whatever about a month ago. So... So that's kind of the path that's taken them to this. Uh, now, I'm wondering if this Ultimate Masters isn't a combination of what may have been the final, you know, Masters set for the last, you know, the end of the, the 25th celebration year, yeah. and then whatever the Spring Masters set would have been. Um, and then they've seen the reaction to Iconic and Masters 25 and just kind of said, uh, maybe we should do something different and... I mean, there's basically no time... up the price <laughs> even higher. Well, there's, there's been no time, basic... I mean, from the announcement, it's less than a month mm-hmm. um, to release now. Yeah. So all the shit's been printed. Um, and, you know, it's... I don't really know what the plan was, what the plan is, what it's going to look like. We do know that boxes are retailing for 340 MSRP is 33 uh, 335 334.99 yeah, 335.99 yeah. right uh, right now most stores including online ones have seemed to settle on 280 is going to be the accepted price well and that's some going a little lower than that for like special customers and super promotions but yeah it's it's going to be a very speculative thing right now sure. and the sh- super short timeline <clears throat> on it makes it super shitty exactly because I need to decide as a small game store owner. I've I've pretty much just arbitrarily picked. I'm going to spend four thousand dollars on this, and I'm going to see how many boxes I can get from my distributor. Because I got the email last week going, "Hey, this was just announced. Let us know next week Wednesday how much you want." Also, we don't know how much we're getting or how much we can give it or give you, but we need to know what you want. <laughs> and wizards, I mean, so the way they're doing this one is it's another. It's boxes are. 24 packs again. Um, which is fewer than a normal booster box. Which is 36. But, yeah. but it's standard yeah. now for Mastery's box. Exactly. Correct. Exactly. Yep. And draft-specific sets like Battle Bond and Conspiracy. Yep. Uh, That's, but that is one of the uh, uh, contentions of fewer cards, higher price. It's kind of a controversial my, thing. My thought process on that, and I could be way off, is they are purposely inflating the prices to try and retain some sort of inherent value to the cards because they're reprinting them. Yep. So if they release them at cheaper prices, they flood the market with high-end stuff and completely devalue. This way, yes, they're still going to try and flood the market with high-end stuff so that players can get access to it, but because of the high price point, they're trying to maintain that certain level for the collectors who already have say, eight Tarmoglyphs. Exactly, exactly. So. <clears throat> yeah, Liliana the Veil, um, yeah. Karn Liberated, you know, so there's definitely some value that's in this set, and another interesting part about the release is the only place you are going to be able to buy boxes unless they're resale somewhere online is from your local game store. Woo, that's a plus in my book. No, I'm I a fan of that. I think the box toppers is a really good option. I think giving, giving big box stores... The three packs for slightly cheaper, I think, is a fair compromise. But 
Well, when you break down, if you do the math, um, the the blister packs are what twenty four ninety nine, I think, for three packs twenty eight ninety nine, something mm-hmm. around there. Basically, they're, it's I about think I think they're thirty. It's about fifty five to sixty dollars less to buy twenty four packs worth of blister packs than it is to buy the box. But like you said, Chanel, um, part of what they're doing for the local game stores um, is the um, box top. The box topper. Yes. Um, okay. Uh, suggested retail price for a box is three hundred and thirty-five dollars and seventy-six cents, or thirteen ninety-nine a booster pack. Uh, they list all friggin' forty of the box toppers in this email from my distributor, and at mass market they will have the three-pack Ultimate Masters pack. Thirty-four ninety-nine. So thirty-five. Thanks okay. and have a great day. All right. Sales representative ACD. Hashtag. Hashtag. So that's where the uh, you know if you're going to buy a booster box, that's another benefit to it is there's these ultimate box toppers which are full card art uh, and everyone's a foil, right? Yes. Yes. Extended <clears throat> art. Sorry, extended art. Um, and <laughs> shove glasses nigh yeah, borderless right. nigh borderless uh, yeah and, and they're all foils and there's some border good... fewer what's the proper grammar <laughs> <laughs> border lesser <laughs> border not as much uh, and there's some good there's some great stuff in there you know we had mentioned Tarmogoyf Liliana of the Veil Karn Liberated Do you want, I, I can just bring up the list yeah just bring the list I back up again um, alright yeah so let's talk about the cards that have value. We first. have in order: Ancient Tomb, Balefire, Balefire Dragon, Bitter Blossom. That one I'm really excited for, and the art looks fantastic. So yeah, some of these Cavern have of new Souls, art: Celestial Colony, Creeping Tar Pit, Dark Depths, also cool. Demonic Tutor, Emrakul, Engineer Explosives, which I don't even own yet. That's one of the few that I never goddamn had. Uh, Eon's Torn. Emrakul Eon's Torn. I'm sorry. My the distributor email oh. just says Emerald. Okay, all right. Uh, well, Engineer collect. explosives, and these also list that they are. For example, Engineer explosives is rare in the regular set card, Mythic on box topper. Eternal witness, uncommon in the set, Mythic for box topper. Fulminator mage, uh, Galacti, Gorio's vengeance, Caracas, Karn, Kitchen Finks, which is an uncommon in the set and a Mythic for the top box topper. I think it's safe to say that all the box toppers are Mythic. Okay, but that's the thing. No, no, I know. Having I them as uncommon spots in the set itself is an interesting way of doing it. It's the same right. thing with Eternal Witness. Because getting an uncommon box topper will suck. Exactly. Getting a Manland box topper will poor, suck. Yes, poor Manland. They are super expensive lottery tickets that could really not pay off. Yeah. But then there are some really, really cool cards. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Cavern of Souls would be awesome. Cavern of Souls is going in my Sphinx EDH if I get uh, it. You know, Ancient Tomb. Uh, Tassigar is a, is, a, is a very popular commander. So to get the, to get the cool nigh borderless Tassigar is pretty cool. Um, but big... then you have uh, uh, Leovold, who is Bandon <laughs> Commander. Yeah. It's still a cool thing to have, Leg- but what are you going to do with it? Um, my biggest question, because they haven't released the set itself, the tokens in the set, will they have a Merit Lage token randomly inserted in packs because Dark Depths is in the set? I would assume. Okay. Um, but I do think that uh, 
I could be mistaken, but I do think that some tokens are like there are some mythic tokens out there. Yeah, they don't they don't evenly distribute tokens. Yeah. Um, also, if they were uh, if they're smart, there would be a guaranteed uh, merit leash token in any in, pack in that the includes pack that dark, have depths. The dark depths. Yeah. See, and that was something that I liked that they did with the battle bond set, where if you got the partners, they have yep. both partners in the in the pack. Yeah, I like that too. Um, especially since I got Rowan and Will. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, from the set. But, yeah, so, you know, like we were saying, you know, the, the box toppers, most of them look great. There's some stuff that, you know, you're going to get screwed on, <laughs> um, potentially. From a collector's standpoint, from a collector standpoint, they're all cool. Yes. From the investor side of it, it's right. a hell of a gamble. But I'm I'm a collector, I think, more than an investor, which is sad because I, you know, do the business side of it as well. <laughs> I'm poorly motivated. It's just like it looks so cool. What's it What's it worth? I don't know. Yeah. And then there's uh there's people like me. Uh, I don't play with foils often. I try not to play with foils. My commanders are all foil, but I just think that's because that's neat to have your commanders a foil. But none of my decks have foil cards in them. And uh, none of these box toppers excite me um, as a commander player. I don't play any formats where I would play any of these cards. Um, so if I were to get a box, which I'm not going to do, but if I were to get one and I open that box top, that's just trade fodder for me. To trade away or, or sell it. And that's a legit thing to do, too. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to spend $330 on a box to open a card. 280 here. 280 on box. Uh, <laughs> do your shopping at Game Dealer. Um, well, or that's what Star City, I think, or TCG. I think it's out from Star City. Star City, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm your store, too. I know, but <laughs> I doubt anyone who listens to this is going to drive to Two Rivers, Wisconsin. <laughs> you don't know that. Okay, that's Well, fine. I get all my shit from you, and I'm, I live in Milwaukee. So. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> um, I'm from Cancun. <laughs> Cancun, Michigan. Wisconsin. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> All um, those Cancuns. The worst Cancun. I got excited. I just that Kokomo's not a real place. What? Where did the Beach Boys go? They made that up. <laughs> nowhere. They went nowhere on an acid trip. I'm going to call John Stamos. He's probably got an end. <laughs> <laughs> We've Sorry, all seen that episode. Full um, <laughs> it was cool, though. Like, see, So at first, a couple weeks ago, when this stuff started trickling out. No, a week ago. Wasn't it two weeks ago when people started getting random shit in the mail? That was that was the box toppers, the right? End, yeah, that was that, the end of last. So it was two weeks ago. About no, two weeks, people ago. started getting these, in and, the mail. and it was popping up on you know in Facebook groups and stuff yeah. like, hey, look, what is this thing I got? Because you know Hasbro screwed up. Uh, Which that I absolutely fucking hate. You know my Hasbro my website Mythic only edition. That purchase. was absolute garbage. Yeah. yeah. Um. But that's a story for another day. Well, and um, wait, I'm that's a bitch right now. No, go ahead. Because the fact that. Uh, I was I was talking with a uh, with a wizard's representative about that. Oh, I yeah. and his whole you thing was well, we can't like basically it was Hasbro's listening to our phone conversations. We can't speak ill of them. Like that's kind of what I got. They're like, well, we're we're trying new things and expanding the market, and not everyone has access to a local game store, so we we have to provide a product that everyone has access to. So we provided a product that only the super disposable income players. 
Well, and that's yeah, and I, then they didn't even do that right. It that's was, what they said about Ultimate Masters too in the launch video or the announce video. It was now this isn't a product for everyone, you know, and they're yeah. just kind of just saying flat out like, well, this is the, you know, this is a <laughs> the Lexus of uh, you know, it's it's a premium premium product. They're printing money and they know they can do it. Right. Exactly. And I'm probably gonna buy a box. So I'm gonna, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna get one. But I'm gonna try and get two. I'm gonna a, do what I do with all the Master stuff. It's a really one, pricey one for the shelf. Gamble. One for one for cracking open because I love opening packs. And if I get shit, it goes in my EDH decks. Or if I get enough of something, then I'll actually build a new modern deck or whatever. Do but we, I've got like five now. I'm gonna assume that they're gonna design this for drafting as well. In theory, in theory I, I've yeah. seen some people say it's like figuring out draft price and then winner gets the box topper, and I would never agree. To no, <laughs> like I'm, I'm not even going to take that chance. It's no, just, nope. I'm gonna buy my own box. You fuckers can play with what you want. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, I don't so you're wanna... not even gonna hold any drafts? Oh, I will. Oh, but not give away the box topper. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll do what most, uh, what I've done with previous uh, master stuff in the past, where it's we end up having to use two boxes for one draft. Yeah. So that there is prize packs of the same material because drafting is its own reward. Master set. No, that's a yeah, stupid draft format. <laughs> no. I'll draft. I'll draft this set. I'll draft it once or twice. It's yeah. gonna be. That's gonna be a nice chunk out of my wallet anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not gonna buy a box of this. Uh, a because I don't need the box topper and uh, B I'm not gonna open value. It's just my luck. Um, <laughs> Not like uh, Mr. Nelson over here. That's why I'm really scared <laughs> to get a box of this. I, oh my god! I, <laughs> yeah, I. I mean, I think I mentioned it in the last one, the last episode. But the last three Masters boxes I've opened, two M25 and one Iconic. I pulled a foil Jace, that a regular you, Jace that you purchased from your local game dealer. Right, <laughs> damn right, all from you. Uh, and I probably wanted to murder me after oh I opened them in your home. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Not your store, your house. Your home. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. sitting at your table. Um, <laughs> is this good? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, foil manager drain, foil jace, and then uh, a non-foil jace. Yeah, I'm going to take the other box home and open it there so I don't So my, my box topper <laughs> is going to be like an accidental misprint of, God, I don't know, Tarpan from Ice Age. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the box toppers is a Black Lotus that we weren't supposed to make. Sorry. Oh, Nelson got that? Weird. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Um, <gasps> Box topper meandering tower shell. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle for a conversation you folks didn't hear. Uh, so yeah, and I mean that's the other part of it is uh, it's a it's a gamble for for the game store and it's also a gamble for the players who want to pre-order a box as well because when when is the full second to be spoiled? You know, I mean, December sixth. I mean, yeah, right, ex- exactly. Well, a week. It's safe to say a week. Well, about a week. So yeah, it's going right. to be the end of November. Right November after 40th. everybody's already put their money down. Yeah. Um, because again, you know, your LGS isn't going to just say, "Yeah, sure, I'll hold a box for you" without you putting down, you know, two hundred and eighty bucks. For yeah. It. That's well, a and even big and, chunk of change. And even Star City is like, "Yeah, we're not allowing you to use store credit or trade trade value on boxes. It's you pay us U.S. currency, or you're not getting one." Right. And I might also have to, you know, put in that rule because not a bad idea really it's really not so you know and that's because again my 4k budget that i put together doesn't even get me all the boxes that i want to get or would usually get and it's such like 
with with all the online sellers immediately driving the prices down, game stores make almost nothing off boxes anymore. Yeah, it's such a pain in the ass. But I'm excited for the set, and I completely understand like back up there assumed justification for increasing MSRP to maintain singles values, even though they claim to not care or worry about the secondary market, they are trying to appease those players because those players still make up a good chunk. Yeah, they still play in events and they still, you know, support the company even though they bitch about the company constantly. It's one of those things like, hey, if we all just got together and agreed not to buy any of this Masters product, we would only screw over local game stores and Wizards would still make bank. Yep. Yep. Um, there's there's no way to hurt their pocketbook to like say hey why don't you guys be a little bit more accommodating or just you know either don't reprint this stuff or make it a little bit more accessible to the people who will actually play it and not just people who are going to sit on it for years like half the people I know who are going to buy boxes. It's true. Right. And uh, uh, my my biggest problem is. Um, that you're right about collectors. You're right about uh, wanting to keep those prices up so the people who've been collecting for a long time can, you know, reasonably still hold on to their investment. Um, uh, but just even look at the box toppers. I mean, the manlands. You have the five, the okay, five yeah. manlands. Those aren't who's who's looking for those. <laughs> like they're not they're not standard they're not uh, are they played in modern I'm sure they're I'm sure the celestial conolate is probably still heavily I was gonna played say that one still has modern. value but the, uh, the other ones um, I haven't seen in a deck list in a no. while uh, and people are gonna get really angry when they open this ten twelve dollar pack and they open a crappy manland it's it's gonna anger people and yeah. and unfortunately those are the cards that are gonna get opened more often than the other ones. Yeah. So, uh, well, do we know the distribution? Because that there, it's a, is it is it a straight one in forty, or are they weighted for the box toppers? I'm not talking about box toppers. Oh, I'm you're talking, just talking about I'm ta- in general. Okay, like okay. the box topper, like all forty of those cards are in the set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. But I mean, so, like the kitchen fix being uncommon in the set. That's a that's, box topper option, or it's a cheap. Right. It's a you know not taking up a rare slot in your thirteen dollar pack. No, but your your your, your manlands manlands are taking up a rare slot. That and that's what I'm talking yeah. about. But I mean, every set has to have crap rares, right? But for a three hundred thirty dollar box, <laughs> yeah. Your crap rares shouldn't be that crappy, and yeah. that's why that was why there's been so much uh, negative initial reaction to this. I would I don't want to say the set, but the price point I, I I guess is because you know yeah, Tastiger sees play, but what is that a dollar card? Yeah, you know because people e- even if you're not a value chaser, when you're investing that much money up front, you still want some sort of. Uh, Get not even immediate ROI, yeah. but if you want to, if you want to get rid of some of the I stuff, you want there to be some not. value. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, that's what we do. Uh, down in the big city. Um, but so I, I understand it. Uh, you know, I, I understand what Wizards is doing. I hope it's not just a complete cash grab. I hope that there's some. Technically, the entire game is a cash. Well, that's grab. true. I mean, they, they, I mean, they cash, print cash the grab is, is an argument I don't like. Yeah, yeah. That, I guess that's unfair. We want to make money, says you know everybody. A company, a company, right? 
How uh, dare you? Oh, wait, no, capitalism. Got I just mean <laughs> not jacking the I price mean, more than they have to just because they know they can, I guess is kind of what I'm getting at. But if it truly is the last master set for a while and... You know, out, out with a bang it's right and it's all speculation right. having not seen the full set list but hopefully it, it's it's fun to draft and it, and it gives value to people who invest in the product and i wish that they would give a you know more of a heads up to the businesses that have to invest in the product without even knowing what it is absolutely that is the most frustrating thing that i need to submit my numbers for a product that is super expensive and wildly unknown a month in advance. On a... Oh, that's not going to help me at all. No, right. Okay. Um, on a more positive note, however, though... Yes. Um, maybe you are going to help me. 254 cards in the set. Ooh. Um, 40 box toppers, uh, and not even all of them are... All the box toppers as box toppers are mythics, but not all of them are... Mythics represented in the set. Yeah. Uncommon Eternal Witness, Uncommon Kitchen Finks, Rare Manlands, Rare Other Things. We don't know all of the rare cards in the set. We don't yep. know all of the mythic cards in the set. And it's not a fair assumption to assume that all the box toppers are the best cards in the set either. Yeah. Uh, so there's probably some hidden value out there that we are just not aware of because we're only five days into this thing. Um, <laughs> Well, and that's the fun thing is, you know, what are going to be the cool surprises? Because they're not going to they're not going to show their entire hand, you know, immediately. Can I duress wizards? <laughs> uh, thought sees. I'll take two life. Fucking let me see what you got. Uh, but some of the stuff that they've announced, you know, is exciting to. It's that that euphoria you know it's like cardboard crack you know like oh my god pack cracking so much fun yeah am i gonna pull a carn liberated you know because maybe i don't pull it in my box topper but hey i got 24 packs here maybe you know maybe i can pull that or or a lily or uh gaddock teague or you know (laughs) something else as somebody who has opened literally thousands of booster packs in my life i am still excited every time i pull something good yeah same here i still have huh I said definitely. I yeah. was agreeing with you. I, I still get like, oh, holy shit, I got it. Like, look at that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's foil it's, mythic. Deal with it, nerds. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 super exciting. I mean, talked about it last week because it was on my list. But pulling a foil Jace was just an awesome. Oh my god, you know, we get it. Yeah, I know, but it's just it's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome, and it happened to me. Oh. <laughs> And I'm just... I, I gotta stop talking about it. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. I already am. You but, are that guy. Um, you know, so... Remember that, everyone remember that time Nelson pulled that Jace? It was foil, by the way, if you didn't bring that up. <laughs> well, so yeah, was, it was the, the man crappy Jace, right? It was the... Yeah, no, it was Mind Sculpture. What? It was Mind Sculpture? It was the best and most expensive Jace, <laughs> and the best and most expensive version of that particular expensive Jace. Foil, you say? Also... Foil. Huh. Also... Hall of foil, yeah. Also, he's blue. <laughs> <laughs> it's the blue Jace. Dubba dee, dubba da. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that was a team sigh right there. Yeah, it was. So, um, Chanel, you said you said you're you're looking at depending on on what the distributor is going to give you, you're looking at getting two for yourself plus whatever for the store. Uh, yeah, I'm shooting like again, small game store. It was like a f- ten thousand people in Two Rivers, if that. If yeah, because it's about it's about a third of the size of the next biggest town. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm looking at two dozen boxes. I'm going to do half of my credit cards 
limit and just go, yep, <laughs> here we go. Because um, I, I know I want one for sure. I, I'm debating going for two and just hanging on to one sealed because it's... See, you and I are both doing that thing that I complained about. Because it's supposed to be a limited run. Oh, that's not to say that a month later I won't just say, yeah, fuck it and open it all. Yeah. <laughs> um, because... I was the last Masters box I bought from you. I bought so that we all could draft out of it, and then I opened it all anyway. So <laughs> that did. Yeah. I, I repackaged everything so we could still draft. All the booster packs are the same, but because nice. uh, I haven't put them in a binder yet. But um, so and then Tej, you said you said no to this one. You don't think you, drafting is a different story? Oh, I will but, definitely draft this. There, I'm I will for sure open packs of this. Um, I'm not going to buy a box. I haven't bought a box of Magic cards in a very long time. I think the last box that I bought was... Uh, uh, Zendikar? Battle for Zendikar? What was after Battle? What was the next set in that? Oath of the Gate. I was going to say Oath of the Gate. Right. I didn't buy... A, no, the last box I bought was Battle for Zendikar. And that was just because I had some... Uh, big life things coming up and wasn't able to spend money like I used to. Um, and uh, I always thought about, like, going out of ten here. So th this box isn't for me. Um, but I'm definitely going to open the packs. I mean, I will draft with this. Uh, if I've got an extra ten bucks in my pocket, I might buy a pack anyway, depending on what's in the set, what I'm looking for. 85% um, of a pack. 85. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so I'm not I'm not against this set. I'm not necessarily against the price. Uh, it seems steep, but I'm also not one of the people who is going to pay the price for it, so it doesn't really affect me. Yeah. Sure. Um, it's just more of a. Uh, it's in in my opinion. Ever since the, um, I can't even think of the name. What was the what was the uh, foil card that took down standard? You can only get by buying a box. Oh, Nexus of Fate. Nexus of Fate. Nexus yeah. Of Fate. Ever since the Nexus of Fate fiasco, I've started losing uh, faith in these super special buy box promos. Uh, Wizards is trying new things. Good for them. They haven't been working very well so far. So my biggest complaint for this thing was three hundred thirty dollars for a box that comes with this cool little thing on top. That's probably going to be crap. Uh, seems like a risky decision, Wizards. Counter viewpoint. Yes. As somebody in the local game store community, uh, people don't buy a lot of boxes. Sealed product is supposed to be a little easier to move. Yep. But with online uh, competition just driving down the prices, having something that's local game store exclusive helps. That, yes, and I totally agree. And that's one of the things why I started coming around on this. Yeah. Um... Because, uh, as we mentioned before, people started getting these special cards in the mail when they ordered the super special box yeah. with the Planeswalkers and couldn't get them because Wizards couldn't, or Hasbro, Hasbro couldn't fulfill the order. So as an apology, these people got these cards in the mail. This was before we knew the details of it and before we knew that this was a local game store exclusive. So at that point in time, I was super annoyed. Because I thought this was just going to be another online thing they were going to try in their Hasbro store. Yeah. And luckily, that's not what it is. And that really turned my opinion down, or turned it around quite a bit on this product. I'm not as upset by this as I was a week ago. Yeah, and I thought that was going to be the same thing, where it was going to be, you know, 
almost like a from the vault thing, not a full master set. Because there was, you know, a lot of speculation when people just started getting these random cards with this mm-hmm. crazy symbol in the mail. Like, what are these for? Um, so it was like, well, is this going to be another from the vault? And if that's the case, and people are getting things like Karn and and Lily and um, um, I want to say Mana Crypt, but that's not no, the one I'm thinking that's, of. What, that's what, what am I thinking of? I Cavern of Souls. There you and, go. Uh, you know, other other huge modern staples that are stupid expensive like that, it was, you know, my first thought was, oh, my God, what's the price point on that going to be? Yeah. You know, uh, because if you're buying all these together in, in a pack, um, or I shouldn't say a pack, that sounds like a booster pack, but, you know, in a, in a boxed set, oh, my God, I can't imagine what they're going to charge for these things. Mm. Um, so my initial reaction, too, was this is... This could potentially be the uh, masterpiece set, you know, on steroids, but thankfully it's not. Um, and you know, we'll see what it looks like once once it's here. Yeah. Um, like we said, we probably won't be able to to know much um, in any sort of any length of time before it's actually here. You know, maybe about a week. Yeah. But seems again, to be everybody's best guess. I have to commit thousands of dollars to it next week already exactly <laughs> right right and that that's super what, fun though. thanks wizards <laughs> yeah you've got until november 14th or 15th or honestly whatever to i make wish this commitment and i know it's a lot more work but i honestly wish they would do something like sign an nda and then get information ahead of time on stuff like this Agreed. having having to commit to product months in advance or weeks in advance even without knowing what's in it i ordered uh, or I, I got a case or whatever uh, a 12 pack which was one of the like standard things of the Spellslinger decks at the time that I had to commit to him they didn't have a deck list they didn't have anything with him and then they show up and they're just like oh, nope not worth it not worth it at all got a dozen of them super cool thanks yeah yeah well Garbage. there's there's those and then um, uh, the command zone does does their own videos uh game nights on youtube and they just uh released a new one last week and it was a new introductory set they had i mean they had i forget who they were but they had three pro magic players on yeah and it was three pro magic players and josh lee kwai instead of playing commander like they always or mostly do uh they were playing an introductory magic product where it's five monocolor decks and the the um, holiday thank you yeah, yeah right 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 and there's some decent cards in there. Some, um, you know, um, what am I, I trying to say? Specific to the set. I don't know what's in them, but I pre-ordered a bunch of them like three months ago when I was supposed to. And that, that <laughs> price, that price point's not. It's fifty bucks, I think. Yeah. Right, fifty, sixty bucks is MSRP, something like that. And that's five full decks. So there's there's value in there, but um, some of that stuff you you know you get ahead of time, and it's like, well, am I going to be able to move this? Yeah. Not everything is Commander 2017, where. <laughs> People are, you know, knocking down doors to get these precon decks because holy shit, Edgar Markov or the Ur Dragon, the Ur Dragon, you know, I mean, moved faster than anything else. Yeah, Draconic Domination was insane. All you had to do was fix a clunky mana base, and if you got that thing moving, Eminence is dumb. Put that <laughs> out there. It's OP. Worst, it's- worst ability ever made. Oh, I own this card, so I get the benefits. Yeah, you don't have to cast it. Nope, I own it. Arabo says hello. Meow. <laughs> um, well, we did just get done playing a game of Commander, and my Markov deck lost badly. That was user error. 
Yeah, I played. I, <laughs> yeah, I took out half your life way too early, like turn six. <laughs> that and, was my own fault. And and Gesheff technically eliminated you like two turns before you decided to stop playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good point. Uh, commander damage. Yeah, anyway, thing. yeah. Um, when I when I hit you for you know uh, twelve that one round. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't need to block that. He says to the 12, 12, 12 commander. No, I'll take it. Nothing can happen. Yeah, there's no downside to letting your commander get me. <laughs> no. I mean, I have over 40 life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was that 56 or something? Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, I mean, is there any closing thoughts you guys have on this uh, special edition of Homebrew Magic? Uh, I'm going to be super optimistic about Ultimate Masters because I am about to drop a shitload of money on. It. Yeah, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna be as as sales mini as I can when it comes to it because that's what I have to do. Otherwise, I lose all my money and have to close the store. And then uh-huh. my, explain to your wife. And my wife just goes, <laughs> "I knew it was a dumb idea." I'm like, "No, great idea. <laughs> you're wrong, wife. You're you're wrong. Unnamed wife in this scenario." <laughs> But seriously, you're gonna have to stay full time at your job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm cautiously optimistic about it. Uh, I think it's set up. Most of the box toppers are pretty solid. I think it's set up if, if they really want to send Masters off with a bang. Um, it it's it's set up to be good. Um, is it worth that price point? That's yet to be seen. Uh, I I hope so. For investors and and for players, because it's going to cost an arm and a leg just to come to a draft uh, compared compared to your, your regular drafts um, with normal sets. But you know, I, I I want the community to thrive. I want wizards to succeed because when they succeed, we all as players um, succeed. So I'm I'm going to get one, maybe two boxes, and uh, I I'm cautiously optimistic, and I have very high hopes for the set. My my, I have one addendum. I'm just gonna throw this out there, wizards. If you're listening, bring back player rewards, but make it complicated. In that, because you're tracking information on on players, you know, DCI numbers, you know where they're playing games, you know their local game store. Have player rewards tied to store um, allotments of specialty products, so that players can support their local game stores by playing games at those events and then buying specialty product through their local game store that they are clearly supporting by playing at. Have it be tied to their allocations, that's the word that they always use, and do it that way. That way, all they have to do is track the information and make the product available. They don't have to pay to ship stuff out like they used to do and just give stuff away. Put the burden of finance on the players and the local game stores, but make them the direct channels utilizing the software that you already have in place. Agreed. That's wow. a good idea. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> have you thought about that before? No, I just came up with that. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Holy shit. That was very deep. And, like, I mean, wow. Absolutely. Yeah. Shower thoughts. Shower thoughts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, we're not only are we live from the game dealer, we're also all in the shower together. Because <laughs> uh, that's when we do our best thinking <laughs> yeah thinking <laughs> uh t do you have any final thoughts um i'm also ca- cautiously optimistic about this uh but coming from a standpoint of 
the box isn't for me. I'm not going to be one of the people spending $300 on this thing. 280 <laughs> <laughs> So I'm not going to be one of those people angry about how I spent my money. Uh, that being said, I am excited to see what else is in the set. Uh, and I am excited to draft with this because the modern sets, modern Masters sets have usually been fun to draft in the past. So, yeah, that's all I got. Okay. It'll be fun to play, not fun to pay. That's what we got out of this. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that's kind of the general consensus, it sounds like, um, across the board. So, you know, here's here's to hoping it's effective for Wizards, it's effective for players, and at the end of the day, everybody's happy. Yeah. So that'll uh, that'll about do it for this week's episode of Homebrew Magic. Next week we will get to the format discussion that that we were going to do uh, this week. Please make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or Podbean. Um, send us an email, homebrewmagicmke at gmail.com, or hit up our social communities, Facebook and Instagram at homebrewmagic. Um, until next time. We'll uh, we'll see you guys in a week, and good luck with your ultimate masters pulls. Happy shuffling <laughs> in a month. Happy shuffling. Yeah.